0: Welcome Woo! everyone, um, this is the premiere episode of DeLa's World, and I am excited but nervous, but I'm also your host, Desi Perez, it's nice to meet you all again, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, my lovely friend,
1: Kayla Alian! Okay, wait, why did I say my last name weird? I don't even know how to pronounce my last name, it's fine, it's Filipino. Um, Hi guys, I'm very glad to join DeLa's World um with you know your, your favorite filipinas you know slytherins she's trying to copy me but like it's compl- <laughs> we have the we I have the same of microphone actually i was
0: born <gasps> first so I, I think she's following in my footsteps even though we just met like a month ago completely fine
1: we literally feel- we have so much in common it was crazy like we were freaking out like that's so weird like I sw- like we could switch places and like no one would notice like it's so weird like exactly
0: because we're both filipino we're both an aquarius and we're both Southern. yeah and Southern- i think that what? is way too close so one of us will be killed off by the end of this episode no i'm just kidding um,
1: <laughs> and you guys <laughs> get record.
0: to decide and you guys get to- <laughs> <laughs> um vote for your favorite hosts um i don't know and i like there's only one first. right answer
1: i trust you have enough common sense to figure that out yeah obviously me hey guys i was going to introduce
0: the episode so i think it should be No, (laughs) (laughs) much love okay so uh the oscars was i want to say like last sunday and it is a wednesday when we're recording this but it will be may when we upload so i guess first and foremost since it'll it's gonna be may um uh, that's like that one song Okay. um happy asian pacific american heritage month i said that so like, <laughs> I said that, like so, you're like happy a- happy asian american heritage month <laughs> like because i was like i have to like get it right like i don't want to like say it wrong so um yeah hey guys i appreciate all yeah. of you the asian community i appreciate kayla for putting up with me today <laughs> so far you're doing your 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 community a big service kayla i hope you know, you know i should get
1: a gold star for putting up with you it's fine i was kidding i'm so honored to be co-hosting with you so oscars little miss oscars what let's 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 take this slow what is your favorite movie or tv show of all time
0: oh oh my god we should
1: have prepared for this one I don't know. we we're I'm gonna start up with the hard questions. I'm gonna start with the hard um, questions for you. I don't you even know mine. First. I'm tr- I'm gonna try to like Well, I'm a very big fan of horror movies. Like I top tier horror movies. Like Sapphire Sandalo from like she was in something scary. She's like a YouTuber. She was like the foundation of me liking horror. But I hate America. Like I'm sorry. Like l- much love to America. You invented hamburgers but do you really need to make like 13 sequels of the same serial killer like i'll say this whenever i can what it gets it's it's like it's like you're like trying to pump out babies as fast as possible and they just look and they just get ugly
0: this is so interesting i think we started off on a great point um just me insulting (laughs) children (laughs) <laughs> um i i don't know honestly where to go from here i think my favorite i could say my favorite horror movie is probably scream
2: it's not really like horror. <gasps> scream it's like a, that was yeah, a good movie
0: more of like a cult classic kind of film mm-hmm. i do like the entire i i mean the series that like within itself is interesting um i do like it all i i want to say uh <laughs> i'm just like processing when you said i hate america and i'm just like <laughs>
1: wait no no i'm actually uh, joking like really nobody on america like
3: though.
1: y'all got some weird stuff going on um i high, highly recommend therapy but um just do better in the <laughs> horror movie perspective but okay my favorite horror movie like it definitely scream was like top tier it's one of the like the very first yeah. horror movies i watched it was jennifer's body and like <gasps> i don't know if you watched oh, it good. but like yeah I started watching it because, like, it started getting so much hype after, like, it, everyone was bashing on it. And I heard about it because of, like, Panic at the Disco's, like, new Perspective song. Like, it <laughs> was on the Spotify Panic and at I was the like, disco. <gasps> I had my emo phase, alright? I, I thought listening to, like, Panic at the Disco and, like, Jetpack Blues by Fall Out Boy was edgy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had my pop punk face. I'm out of it now. It's fine. Yeah, I'm actually,
0: I never went through the emo phase. And I kind of pride myself <gasps> on lying. saying that, but I feel like I can get made fun of after this. You need no, you I need never. an emo phase.
1: It's it's you need your emo phase.
0: I mean I feel like, like it just didn't fit me. I was going through like that whole like Lana sad girl typey like Marina and the um the diamonds Marina, type of thing. Yeah, Marina the Diamonds.
1: And, like how to be a Heartbreaker was the prelude into my emo phase. I was like <laughs> Like if you look into my closet right now, like I don't buy clothes, like like I'm like like I usually just like we wear, I get like plain clothes and I just like mix and match, them. that's like my style, right? And then like if you look at the deeps of my closet, you can see like an antisocial and red ink in the back, like it's this black shirt that's like big antisocial letters. I never got to throw it out because I don't want to like get out of my room and like give this to my mom and tell her I don't need it anymore because it's just such an embarrassing like i'm sorry like i had like all like it was like i had these like the black shirts and i thought i was edgy and i had like the converse and i was like oh my god like hot topic like hot i thought hot topic was like the epitome of fashion and that like yeah, no one knew what hot I'm topic so hot <laughs> i still think that though they like have the bounties
0: that i always like so I mean, yes and I, like I they snack. they released
1: this new like avatar the last airbender backpack that i really want so mm-hmm. i'm saving up money for that um listeners if you love me everyone should give me your money anyway for legal reasons that's a joke
0: for legal <laughs> reasons she is joking
1: Am but, I f- anyway. <laughs> we
0: will be saying our Venmos and PayPals at the end of this video.
1: But, but yes, um, Jennifer's Body, definitely one of my favorite movies. Um, I think Megan Fox, wasn't it? Megan Fox. And God. Uh, Amanda Seyfried. I think that's how you say your name. I'm not 100% yes. sure. All right, okay. So amazing. let's talk about the Oscars. Well, we, we said, we said we we're going to talk about <laughs> it. And then we got distracted because I, I talked about how much I hate America. Wait, I don't guys, please
0: it's a joke Um, i think this is gonna have to go under uh hr after this we're
1: going to get i'm gonna get cancelled oh my god i i'm not i'm gonna speed run like my content creator like career like i'm already what five minutes in and i've already cancelled myself three times yeah that was
0: (laughs) I think that's the thing with conversational podcasts. It just like goes off the rails. But it's
1: great content. So i mean... Especially if it's unscripted. <laughs> like yeah. I've been refined to like having like scripts for so long. Like I remember like I think my first podcast, um, she was we were interviewing like and like, oh, that was my chargers. My bad. Sure, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was no. just cause like there was so they were so stiff, like you could not like oh, I was like so nervous because I was like if you like if i got a notification like my heart would stop because i was like because you have to be like professional but like conversational podcasts are so great but like you gotta know the person and when Desiree and i were like the one in the same so like it's fine we think the same all right now we have to get a little bit you know into the conversation so yes. on to the oscars which we've avoided this conversation <laughs> um oh. let's talk about the nominations this year
0: You know,
4: (laughs) I know you're going with this one. Did you
1: did you watch and just quick question? Did you ever watch any of the movies that were ever nominated? You know, okay,
0: it really just varies on the Oscar year. So, uh-huh. like, 2000, 2019, like, the that Oscars was, like, pro- I want to say, like, the prime Oscars because yeah. of the Moonlight scandal and so <gasps> forth. Yes, um But just, like, the movies in general were, like, great that year because I really liked, um... oh, my God, I'm saying, like, the movies are were, like, great, but I can't even remember the movies. Of that <laughs> <laughs> except for, like, Moonlight and La La La. But I just know, like, 2019, very good year for film. 2020, another great year, because Parasite won. Parasite, and yes. 2021. I I mean I am grateful for a lot of things in that Oscars mm-hmm. that I will get into. But I do have, of course, I have my opinions on like what should have won and so mm-hmm. forth. Um so I guess we'll just jump right into it. Um what was
1: your question again? <laughs> I was like, I'm oh, I was like, I was just gonna ask you, like, the actually, I don't even know what question I was asking, but you know what? That's okay. I <laughs> okay. It's,
0: oh it's... no, I like, completely just like voided it out. I just like started to talk about something. I think you said, like, have you ever actually watched any of the films nominated? Yes.
1: Yes. This any of the year... films nominated this year?
0: One, maybe like one or two, maybe a few mm-hmm. more that I'm just not aware of, mm-hmm. but. I mean, I would have to, like, of course, like, give Oscars, like, props for... It's, like, probably its most diverse nomination year. Yeah. I, I honestly... I don't know. I feel like I haven't been watching the Oscars, like, often. But mm. enough to understand that, like, it's very subjective. If mm. that makes sense, right? How about you? Like,
1: um, I am a very... I will say this time and time again. Like, I i'm such a big like movie fan like i love movies like i'm not the kind of kid that's like oh my god like i am an avengers fan like yes i'm a very big mcu fan but like there's other things to film right like not not everyone is like looks looks like loki which is sad that should be a crime you should be fined you should not allow you should not be allowed to have an opinion because every time you speak and you're not loki we're losing brain cells he's a tom oh, yeah, okay, like, <laughs> i am and i say that with gusto and pride all right i i thought it, I, I used to hate him actually because i thought he looked like a surfer boy but then i started watching interviews with him and i'm like i think i'm in love it's
0: so funny because <laughs> he's like so british i think he looks so british
1: so he it's does like, and i, I, I like it. i bash on british boys so hard like i remember like bashing like like it's just i don't like blonde guys but then i was like tom hiddleston hi he's blonde right
0: yeah exactly
1: so i was like what is happening so okay anyways um i did watch a lot of the um movies i watched the trial of the chicago seven um it was basically about like the protests that were happening happening with like the democratic national convention um i think around the 70s um i thought it was a good movie i got a little bit bored (laughs) because like there was so much talking
0: canceled strike number like four i I can't
1: (laughs) I don't like I don't like I don't like talking. But yeah, uh, there was the guy from what is it that one guy that one guy that was like really He was like that one guy really famous Borat. Yeah, Borat was in there <laughs> and that one guy newt scamander was in there so like that Have you really read good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, just saying like their characters and I like I think you can't judge me. Like I come from a family where like like okay, I'm, I'm like not a gonna Filipino talk about family. Thing. It's a Filipino, Filipino thing, right? Thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll give it that. But my, I think the only actor my dad, my mom knows is Robert Redford. No one knows who that is, Robert mom. I'm Redford. sorry. <laughs> oh but my like, God. I thought, my, I thought, I'm sorry for like a good two years. I thought Lady Gaga saying "Wrecking Ball." All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, um, I did watch "Promising Young Woman." "Promising Young Woman" was such a good movie. Like top it's such a hard watch like it was because it like talks about very like important things in regards to like sexual assault but like it was such a good movie like highly if you have the mental stamina it's a definite watch uh i did not watch minari i wanted to watch minari because i remember i think uh they were doing a drive-in but like i was busy during that day so i couldn't go i did i want also wanted to watch judas and the black messiah i did not watch it I wanted to watch Mank because it was like, I think, happening in the 1930s. Uh, it's on my watch list on Netflix, but I just have not watched it. And No ma- Yes, it is. It's like black and white. Yeah. And it has that one girl from Mamma Mia, like the main character, like Amanda- the one who's like- Male like, Shooter for Amanda like- Seyfried. <laughs> like- yeah. Amanda- she's like, she's, she's like, who's my dad? And then it's, like
0: three guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're both like, who's my dad
1: though in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> that is true though. But back to what you were saying, Desiree. I definitely agree that like the Oscars, like I think for the past two years, have been very great um, in regard like they've been very nice towards um diversity. You know, I remember in I think mm-hmm. 2019, Black Panther came out, The Bla- Black Klansman. Um, the Black Klansman was one of the best movies I've ever watched, including Black I Panther. Agree bohemian bohemian rhapsody those were great movies (laughs) nominated and parasite was like such an unbelievably good movie like to watch um but i think one of the things that like wasn't surprising to me because like at least i I talked to my friends about it Mm -hmm. um at least one other friend that also likes movies we were (laughs) talking and she told me that like it's very unlikely that minari would win because they kind of already filled their the diversity quota quote unquote by mm-hmm. giving Parasite best nominee, right? Be- sorry, mm-hmm. best picture. So that's something <laughs> to keep in mind as well. Where like, you know, yeah. is it real? It's like, is it really a win, or are you just like fill- filling a diversity quota? Because like, yeah, that's cool that you won. Like that's like literally fantastic. Like I'm not trying to like undermine Parasite's accomplishment like in mm-hmm. any way, but it's just kind of like messed up that like, um. They, Minari doesn't have, like, a, quote, equal chance because they already felt, like, a imaginary diversity quota, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. With film, I think everyone could draw, like, a personal connection from it, whether it be, yeah. like, watching the film or, like, the story of it itself. Mm-hmm. And I think with the Oscars and all these, like, diverse nominations from, like, this year and two years ago, it was definitely just, like, their bare minimum of what they should be doing. And I believe that, like, the Oscars implemented like this kind of like a guidelines for nominations that yeah. they have to be they have to at least include like one diverse or each film that's nominated has to have like one mm. like kind of like these diversity like follow these diversity rules I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure if that is true I remember reading it though and it was kind of like oh like the film has to have like one to two BIPOC and like casting crew and like women working on the film and I think it's, it's a great push for, you know, having diversity in films in general, whether being in front of the camera or behind, but I don't know, like, of course, for the films getting nominated, the intentions, like, behind, like, putting, like, diverse characters is always so, you know, you don't really, like, know if it's, like, really because they care about us and, like, the story, or it's really just to get that Oscar nomination now, you know?
1: I completely agree with you. I think that's also very, um, kind of relative towards all kind of award shows, from the Grammys, Golden Globes, like, wherever you want to go. Um, minorities, um, are always going to be wondering, like, hey, like, did I really deserve, like, not, like, winners are always going to be like, yeah. did I really deserve this, or am I just, like, or are you just trying not to get cancelled? Like, like, that's really, true. Mm-hmm. that's actually been something that, like, you want to honor the accomplishments, like, you, re- like, when Parasite won, like, everyone was, like, freaking out, because, like, like, whoa, like, yeah. but, you know, it like, it's kind of just, like, I, I'm, we're not trying to undermine anyone's accomplishment here, like, you, you earned it, mm. but did you really, like, like, was, was this completely stopped? Because, like, if you want to accomplish something, you want to do it, you know, fairly, and it's just, it doesn't seem right that, like, people are doing it like that, but, you know, when they, when you say like only like one or two BIPOC um, films, uh, 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 albums or whatever gets nominated, it kind of like, it kind of just ignores all the other really good ones, you know? And so mm-hmm. that really sucks, man. And actually going on to film, that's actually something that I would like to talk about. Um, have you watched Ryan the Last Dragon?
0: I um, have watched Ryan the okay. Last Dragon and I wrote a paper about it. I do have a lot of opinions on it.
1: Um I have not. I'm not Did you, you have watch watched it? Pirated? I don't
0: spoil spoil it. Oh my god. But okay, for for legal reasons I bought it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, um I have not watched it yet, but I actually did have a very um I've actually been like thinking a lot about Raya and um things like because raya she's a southeast asian princess right like we yeah. all know she there's no really d- definite like um
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was because i'm reading. that's because we're supposed to film this episode at one and yeah. now it's one and then it went off and the ringtone is sign of the times by harry style <laughs> oh
1: my to be fair i'm more of a fan of kiwi but like pop off like Ooh. Dude, that's crazy because my
0: other alarms like to get up in the morning is Kiwi by Harry Styles.
1: <laughs> you need to teach me how to like change my ringtone. Cause like like I'm like it'll probably be like it'll probably just be like a Rick roll, but like please like teach me uh, after we record this, teach me how to do it. Alright. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to the scriptless <laughs> script. Um I think one of the th- it makes me think of like Avatar the Last Airbender because like mm-hmm. It does have like lots of like Asian influence, like very heavy Asian influence on the entire thing, with like Chinese calligraphy and etc. Like etc. But like, it kind of just like it it kind of irks me the wrong way when like you kind of just like it's like Moana too. Like they kind of just delved all this culture into one fil- film or TV show, and they're like, mm. here you go. And then it kind of just like undermines like a lot of the diversity in Southeast Asia. Like uh, Filipinos, Malaysians, mm. and like Indonesia, they're not the same. Yeah. They're wonderful cultures and I just feel like mixing them all together is like it's a little bit ignorant like I'm not saying like diversity is diversity like dude like that's great like at least they're make, they're making like a one other step towards diversity <laughs> it's just kind of weird that they just kind of like delve it on together no, and definitely. they they didn't pick a Filipino princess, a Indonesian princess, a Malaysian one, but they were, like, so easy to make, like, brave, and they made, like, Merida an Ireland princess, mm-hmm. or, like, Megara a Greek one, if you want to count Megara as, like, a Disney princess, which she is, she's a queen, and, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of just, like, how you want to, like, put that, so it just, kinda, you know, you know what I mean, so it kind of just, yeah, like, no,
0: definitely.
1: It just feels kind of weird that we like, kind of just like meld it all together into like this big, big melting pot of diversity yeah. and just like threw it at the audience. Is like, here you go. So, yeah, that's actually just like my opinion on like things like Ryan um, after Last Airbnb, kind of just like putting into a big melting pot and then just like throwing it at people. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely get that, that um, perspective because I definitely thought of that. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Sorry. I like to say that so much. But when I was watching it, it was, how do I put this? My, when my dad was like, oh, she looks like you, it literally made me like tear up inside and it made me feel like very seen when we were watching like Ryan the Last Dragon, right? And I think it is great to have a Southeast Asian princess and at least, you know, but whenever there's a call for diversity or you're pushing towards like this representation, there's always gonna be um, cultural sensitivity surrounded it. With Raya, I think it focuses more on that concept of like multiculturalism, yeah. but whenever you do kind of focus on like multiculturalism or you implement the idea, you do take away that like the special things that make a culture what it is, because I remember reading it and what they really like tried and they, um, what was it? They like entrusted the film with like Southeast, Southeast Asian experts from like writers to like artists and like everything. And I thought that was great, right? But at the same time, when they're saying like what they're trying to do is just like embrace the commonalities within these nations, within these cultures, it kind of just felt that what made me like feel special about being filipino was just sort of erased what made me feel special about being like southeast asian filipino just was like gone right and i hope that this was i feel like this is just disney's like kind of like oh get out easy card and not um cover every you know asian like um, region out there But, you know, with like things like this, it'll still be like, this is just the bare minimum. And we're still expecting, you know, like these individual films because when you have like this, um, like the story of like, um, like collective, right? Like this is more of a collective story than an individualist story. There's just a lot of, like, different opinions out there. And, of course, I believe it's such, like, an empowering, like, revolutionary film because it's, like, the first, like, kind of, like, multicultural film I've really seen. Mm-hmm. But I still think that I would appreciate if Disney didn't just stop there. Um, but that goes for, like, every other kind of... I mean, Disney's, like, the most prominent with it when it comes to animations. Yeah. But yeah, I hope like, they don't can... stop there.
1: I can definitely agree with you, like, on that. Um Like... Um, I love the diversity, and I definitely agree with it. it. was kind of felt like a get-out-of-jail-free. It's like Monopoly. Yeah, it felt very definitely. weird. And, like, think about it like this. There, I want to say more... i like, get a pie chart. I want to say about, like, an eighth of all Disney princesses are, like, people of color. And, like that like they did one t they did one black princess and they were like all right we filled the diversity quota we're gonna get out of here and make like 12 more white princesses which like no bash on like the princess like belle is one of my favorite right yeah Bella is like top tier i love her um she's a nerd like me (laughs) so like it's fine but like it just felt weird that like they did it once and they were like hey we're gonna dip see ya and then that's it just felt like it kind of feels like a strategy because you know like when was the Mm next uh person of color uh woman of color disney princess moana every so much hype for moana all right and then like we never saw that again until they were like hey we're gonna remake mulan but we're gonna make her like a badass you know and then Mm -hmm. that flopped and then now there was just so much hype so i i kind of feel like the only reason why they're like putting it in like waves for like every like few years is just to get like desperate people like in to like throw their money like which it sucks and that actually makes me think of pocahontas like pocahontas was so pretty like she's a queen like i love pocahontas Mm -hmm. like but they could have done better it just sucks that they didn't so yeah they they have a track record so like how many i'm now I'm, i'm thinking like now the ride comes out who's gonna be the next like disney princess that's actually a person of color because they filled their southeast asian quota Uh, (laughs) i bet you like nine times out of ten like you'll probably never see that again which sucks because like you got the hype and now you're kind of just like you're right you know relate to raya because like that's the only disney princess you're gonna get which exactly
0: because
1: the only reason why i could relate to mulan was because she was chinese and i'm like a fourth chinese i was like okay anyways because like i don't i don't like i mm-hmm. genuinely like don't look filipino so i was like it's it's weird so like that's at least my opinion on disney princesses you know you could do a better job disney please like i love <laughs> disney park like disney park is so fun i ch- am i allowed to say this
0: okay oh I- um
1: Huh? anyways we're, we're not, not sponsored Dis-
0: by disney <laughs> we're not sponsored by disney
1: we ha- i hate disney desiree ha- hates disney all our homies uh, hate disney for legal that's a joke that's a joke for, guys. for I- legal reasons she's joking for legal reasons that's a joke but um i did have a very, very fun time at disney like we love disneyland right just do a better job with <laughs> diversity man like like, like I love- we disneyland. love
0: disney parks but we are sus about you disney we're company
1: we're sus but
0: like just like add on like what you're saying about disney they definitely need to do a better job and considering where they were like you know the 19 whatever (laughs) um so now like obviously they've they've tried and they've done better but still everything they do is definitely the bare minimum because when you have that big of an audience that big of a platform your influence on people you know yeah people want you to use that for like the greater good i think with like the thing about pocahontas is that although disney is mainly a, um per like was it mainly focused on like a children audience it does like romanticize this story that shouldn't be romanticized alongside um you know like she was just, just the original story itself it's like white how they whitewash our history and like books exactly. like textbooks and stuff right and just like I think they just did it so subtl- um, like subtly because you know they're um, a children's company they could do that stuff right but if it was let's say like it was like really any other company they would still probably still get away with it um, but maybe not as slick as Disney did
1: Disney shoddy bays hi <laughs> Um, l- little bit of a film buff here if you can afford to make like four like flops of remakes of like live action remakes i think you can do a little bit better on the diversity department love I you lo- like the cinderella okay. one okay that one popped off i'm just saying yeah that like, one was I, like kind
0: of nice right like the dress i used to
1: hate cinderella because i was like i was like ew like her hair is kind of nasty <laughs> <laughs> please but like I'm sorry. she said ill I'm, blondes I'm, I'm sorry no hey all our blonde listeners i'm sorry i'm just trying to get desiree killed by the end of this episode i love I know, blondes.
0: literally trying to get both of us like canceled i let me tell you like i picked kayla for a co-host and i'm scared we're gonna go to hr you reg-
1: this. you're regretting this now aren't you
0: no i love you so this is going great i think we're getting this is um, going
1: fantastic
0: a lot of honesty out of us
1: <laughs> back to the oscars right? back to the ah. O- well back to just movies in general with representation then we can watch the actual clips yes.
0: <laughs> oh my god so, i have no idea where this is going anymore
1: when i think about diversity today um i think of get out the jordan peele um, everyone really likes Jordan Peele. We love Jordan Peele. Yeah. Um, Get Out was such a good movie because it talked about modern day racism and how that's still affecting people today. Well, kind of in the fictional setting, but it was still you would still like parallel that as well as like Black Panther, such a good movie. And like, um, th- that was also like very recent uh, with the late Chadwick Boseman. And then you think of Bridgerton, which like everyone was hyped up on Bridgerton. I watched it. I think I thought it was pretty okay. Um. And, like, Never Have I Ever with, um, Lindy Kaling, um, she produced it, I think. Um, those are really good diversity, um, TV shows, and they were able to- I think one of the most prominent was Bridgerton, because they were able- Because I- I love period pieces, but they were able to put black figures into, you know- Uh, Places of aristocracy where back then that probably wouldn't have been a thing They were still able to make accurate representation of what it was like back then while still adding a sprinkle of diversity and Those were both ignored um, including get out those all three of them were ignored And I think it's just because there just wasn't a white savior There wasn't a white savior in any of it. Like yeah, Black Panther got nominated, which was great but like still there was there's a complete like treasure trove of like other things like I may destroy you is also one that I uh, um that comes off the top of my head and when they see us I think that's on Netflix oh, that those all don't have white savior roles so that kind of makes you like sit down and think like you know filmmakers and like actors is my film only going to get recognized if we have a white savior role mm-hmm. and it kind of brings like a vicious cycle because like the director or like the actor they want to create a diverse, you know, film industry, everyone wants that, right, except the racists, um, and then, you know, they, they want that, right, but they also want to be successful, and I'm gonna say this film is a very hard, it's a brutal industry where, like, some people just don't make it, and you're kind of willing to do anything to, like, break in, right, and sometimes yeah. that includes, having tropes that you don't want in your film and that's understandable like you need to succeed like your success matters but you're sacrificing diversity so it's like a really hard thing right there so like you want to make diversity but you also want to succeed and the only way you can succeed is to like remove your diversity so it's weird like that so like that it's a vicious cycle and just keeps on going and we're waiting for like these big these big companies like disney to like crap something out and then it's just like raya every once a decade we will be like maybe we'll put something out and then they'll just like put billions of dollars into like absolutely dog water live action movies <laughs> like like it's just weird and so like now that makes you think like who's up at the top like who loves live action movies so much they're willing to make like five of them and they all flop old white men i'm sorry like <laughs> y'all know like i'm serious like like no, like, I'm serious, like, you, they don't care about diversity because it doesn't affect them. Like, put a black woman up on there, put an Asian woman out there, put, like, literally, like, an Asian man, a black man up there, and you're going to see some, you're going to see some imminent changes immediately. Like, you're going to see, maybe, it'll, it'll just be the roles in reverse, like, maybe you'll get a wh- white lead, or, like, maybe, and then, but, or if you do get one, there's not gonna, or if you get, like, more diverse films, there's not gonna be a white savior trope. Like that shows that like up at the top it's white people and they don't care and like not no bash on like white people like i think you guys are great but like just some of you a very small <laughs> percentage of you, don't care about us and we're great care about us please okay. that was my little tangent on my presentation. i think i got cancelled six or seven times there but please i'm sarcastic on like most things that i say Please don't cancel me. I'm a genuinely Time
0: to clean up uh, Kayla's act. So, (laughs) just kidding. I don't know. That was, I I definitely gained a lot from that. And just to add on to like, well, I guess like give my perspective and such on like representation diversity. As you're saying, it is a very, like a kind of like a dog eat dog industry, right? Like to be on the top, you have to sacrifice a lot. And the, the one example I could really pull from is... I want to say um, Crazy Rich Asians, where the author, yes. um, he refused to whitewash Rachel Chu. And it took like five years for that film to like actually be made the way he wanted it to. And I thought that was really interesting because they offered, I believe they offered him to make it into a movie in 2012. And they're like, the- but the only way we'll make this into a movie is if you're willing to whitewash Rachel Chu. And he was like, no, and then took five years for like, I believe it was like 2017, for it to like actually be the way he wanted it. And I thought that was like really such like a powerful message in like staying true to what you want to represent. Same thing with Get Out. Um, I know Jordan Peele did win an Oscar for best screenplay, which was very well deserved. And... I think it's, like, such, uh, it's also an inspiring thing that he only wants, like, BIPOC, Black main, um, actors in his films. And here, I know, like, Jordan Peele does, like, feature white characters here and there. Um, but they're not in, like, the savior, as you're saying, like, a savior role, which is great. Films with savior roles, I feel like, are, like, so subtle about it. Um, I can list a few, like, Hidden Figures has a white savior role, um, what uh, green book um the yeah. help you know very prominent white mm-hmm. savior roles and it's weird because it's like there is like a diversity within this one you have a diverse cast but then you also have this just like you know this underlying that oh these white people are gonna save you type deal you know and it's just so interesting because when you know in like just like the film industry in general from critics to directors to your actors they're all white dominated and I was I remember like watching this video and they're saying like critic critics are usually of course a majority of old white men a very little are BIPOC men and very very little are like BIPOC women um and it's just crazy like the statistics like you when someone makes a movie for these like you know you target your crowd let's say you know like a film like uh, God. Oh my God. not me trying to find a film that. okay like let's say Raya right you're talking to that to a Southeast Asian yeah. audience but the critics who are probably like rated are gonna be white you know
1: I think that's just because like, they have the money thing. you know their yeah. opinion matters more because they have money yeah <laughs> it's, the, it's yeah. just so
0: interesting like those who are like you know so like critically acclaimed and successful of course they're white because it's just such a white dominated industry and It's really amazing to see, like, directors like um, Jordan Peele and um, Chloe Zhao, I believe that's how you say her name, right? Yes. Chloe Zhao, like, just make it up there and, like, you know, like, win these awards in these fields. But I feel like that kind of recognition is, like, so long overdue because there are many other years that such wonderful films came out and did not win. I think with representation there's always so much more you could do and it just shows that you know it's great that there is a push for diversity and we are getting that but it's just only the beginning you know okay hey guys so in case all of that just gets cut up into pieces we're gonna watch the oscars now happy Ooh-hoo! 2021 oscars <laughs> honestly um,
1: unscripted podcasts are the best i vouch I think so. unscripted podcasts yeah uh, maybe more or less work on my end <laughs> do you want to start with okay so
0: there's four Videos there's mm-hmm. directing, best supporting actress, best original song, and best picture. So you can pick which we start with.
1: Picture, oh, actually, no, let's do best for last. Let's do what was it, soundtrack? I'm yeah, stupid. best
0: original song. Yeah, so let's do that. If you guys didn't know, or if you know, um, H E R is half Filipino, half black, yes. so this is why I She's included so her her uh nomination i'm
1: sorry did you guys see her at the grammy she had like this witchy vibe like please yeah. she's so cute i love her okay yeah. and she did a song questions. i can't breathe i think i i i had no idea she wrote that until like i think two weeks ago she's a queen i love her we should stand she's so pretty too okay She's very pretty i'm trying to find out how <laughs> i just want to let you know you know how you're like hey mate i remember like i think while well, you're pulling that up um for you guys who don't know, like, Desiree and I met, like, because she was the head of podcasting. I decided to reach out. And she was like, do you want a pod? Do you want a co-host? And I was like, hell yeah. Well, you're going to kind of regret that now, because um, any chance you get, I will talk about Loki. Like, there is no way. Like, I'm going to say it as much as possible. I'm just kidding. Or am I?
0: All right. I know you're serious, and you will. I honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I mm-hmm. really like Chris Evans what what so anyways what? back on to our we're, we're gonna watch the ad first we're not sponsored by google so
3: i am so 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 grateful god she's <laughs> so not only pretty to win, to be a part of such an important, I'm love important with story, Aww. so thank you so no. much, <laughs> thank you to the Academy, I've always wanted to say that. Um, Aww, so and cute. of course, my collaborators, D-Mile and Tierra Thomas, the song wouldn't be what it was without them.
1: What movie was this in, Judas and the Black Messiah? yeah of course
3: outside. i have to thank god okay. for giving us these gifts and um, my parents my, my beautiful mother who's here with me today and my Yay. father. god All she is days flawless of listening to sly and the family stone and curtis mayfield and marvin Gaye, oh. they really paid off so thank you dad
0: i'm um, pino yeah
3: thank you so much oh my Archie, oh, Miranda, she's so and pretty King, and everybody that was involved in this movie and oh gave me the call and gave us the call to to do this record i'm so, so so grateful great um, i just want to say this you know musicians filmmakers I, I believe we have an opportunity and a responsibility to me um to tell the truth and to to write history the way that it was yes queen and, and how popping it connects off us, um to today and, and, and what we see going on in the world today and um yeah i i'm just I'm, i have no words i'm i'm just so 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 happy and grateful and yes. um yeah, knowledge is power. Music is I love power. I man. <laughs> and as long as I'm, I spending. can't believe
1: she. She's able to even speak. Us, if I was in that position, I'd just be stammering. What's right. I know. And I think
3: that's what music does, and that's what storytelling does. So and thank just you like so from much, the heart, you. like that's crazy. Aww, Whoa.
0: she's a, a wonderful person. I love her. Okay, Okay, I
1: swear if I were to ever have a late night talk show, she would be one of my first guests besides Tom Hiddleston.
0: Anyways, I knew knew
1: you were gonna say that. (laughs) Okay, oh my god, is that Brad Pitt?
0: He was, I think he's like the executive producer for Minari. Gotta have the white name on there. He was like a producer. I don't know if it's
1: what. Okay, you know, here goes to let me put something. (gasps) Oh. Yes! Queen! Minari! I'm sorry, I can't say her name. Ye Jung-Yoon? Ye yeah, yeah, Jung-Yoon. Oh my I god, awesome. she- she, wh- look how classy the Oscars are. Hmm. But it was like well-deserved like watching her performance. It was
0: oh my god, just jaw-dropping. So it was definitely bullshit. I feel like
1: it's a very selective movie, but like one that needed to be. Oh, uh, Mm -hmm. recognized. Mr.
2: Brad Pitt, finally, (laughs) nice to meet you. Where were you while we were filming in Tulsa? Oh
1: my god, Brad I love the call-out,
2: though. (laughs) Uh, As you know, I'm from Korea, and actually my name is Yo jung Yoon, and most of European people call me Yeo-jung, and some of them call me Yu jung but tonight, you are all forgiven. <laughs> 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 and, well, well we, I would usually, when I'm living in the other part of the world, I just watch the television. It is the Oscar uh, but event on the television, just watching like a television program for us. But me being here by myself, it's, I cannot believe <laughs> I'm here. Well, Aww, that's so... Okay, let me pull myself together. Oh <laughs> my God. She's so wholesome. Aww. I love her. Uh, thank you for the tremendous thanks to the Academy members who uh, vote for me. And next and speech. Okay, they usually say. <laughs> okay, thank you for <laughs> the I uh, Wonderful Minari family. Uh, Stephen, Isaac. Yeti and Noel Allen, we became a family. Aww, and so most of all, She deserves of all, everything. Lee Isaac Chung. Without him, I couldn't be here tonight. He's
1: amazing. Oh, my God. Brad Pitt's
2: tearing up. Oh, God. So our <laughs> captain and my director. So, Aww. thanks to you. Too many thanks to you. Oh, my God. And I'd like to thank to well, See, I don't believe in competition. I, how can I win Glenn Close? Uh, winner <laughs> Glenn Close. <laughs> I've been Aww. watching her so many performances. Uh, so this is just uh, all the nominees, five nominees. Oh, she was so nice. We are the winner for the different movie, different role. We play the different role. So we cannot compete each other. Aww tonight i'm here is just uh, i have just a little bit luck i think maybe i'm luckier Aww, than you <laughs> and also maybe it's a uh, american hospitality for the korean actor <laughs> <American> i'm <laughs> not sure oh god but she called anyway, them out thank you so mm-hmm. much and uh, i'd like to thank to my two boys uh, who made oh. me go out and work <laughs> So. <laughs> beloved son, all and all. It, this is the result, because mommy worked so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to dedicate this award for my first director, King Gyeong, who was very genius director. The, I made a movie together with the first movie. I think he would be very happy if he's Aww. still alive. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh no, I'm going to cry. My heart. She's that was so sweet. So... I was. Am oh, I that, was, nice? that was so
0: much. That was so much. Oh, can we sit okay, here let's and moment. just be like, yes, <laughs> that was. Aww. i am
1: speechless she deserves all the oscars i'm going to go to all of your all of the winners houses i'm gonna steal their oscars she deserves everything good in the world she deserves everything in the entire universe oh my god that was just like the sweetest thing ever
0: and i because i haven't watched her speech yet and it was just like oh it's just so well deserved if you i definitely 100% like Suggest watching Minari It is I feel like It doesn't even matter If you are Asian Or if you're not It's just like The story of like A family And her role As the grandmother It's just portrayed like so well and it honestly doesn't even feel like she's actually acting in it you know like it just feels like she's such like a normal person like a you know real person i mean she is but you know what i mean right like when it comes down
1: to
3: she's secretly
1: a cyborg she's three thousand years old (laughs) but like like genuinely like i i knew that she won like from the everyone was hyping it up i saw aquafina posted on her instagram story yeah but like i didn't realize like like wow like I, you know, I'm gonna be honest, like, I, when I, when I watch films, like, I kind of don't care that, that if they get nominated for any awards, like, I'm gonna be, like, I don't care, like, it's, it sounds a little bit rude, but, like, I really do mean it, because, like, I think, oh, like, um, it doesn't matter, because everything's, everything's a scam, you know, S- you know, like, Scammy Grammys, like, Oscars so white, mm-hmm. like, I never cared about any of that, like, I ne- until, like, we started seeing diversity, and, like, we're all we're all you know how 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 most kids are touch starved yeah we're diversity starved so like seeing like okay not understanding that like we like all asians we all know that this was such a great movie like this was it deserved everything and everything that you know it earned but you know seeing it getting nominated by like white people why emphasis on the white like white people you know yeah like, like, hex color, like, I'm serious, like, white people, like, seeing this movie and agreeing that this, that this is a masterpiece, that every that this is a great movie, it's it, it hits different. Like, that's the only way I can say it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we can, all Asians will be like, this is, this is the best movie, next to Parasite, like, literally, top tier. But people besides Asians are recognizing that too. And that is literally just amazing. So, that's yeah. all I gotta say about that. <laughs> i think with right. minari and i i know minari only won
0: like one oscar or so which i feel like doesn't really capture kind of you know its entire essence as, as how great of a film it was
1: <laughs> sorry what? about that
0: I mean, i'm trying to no, you're okay um you know it still means a lot to be nominated and i think of course like as you're saying like with the Oscars award shows they're all they're obviously very you know their criteria is feels very rigged very scammed and i think That's why like with Oscar wins, when you talk to the audience in general, awards are subjective, you know, it's just whatever meets their criteria the most. And it's just really interesting that at least like there's this like push for diversity that they're finally recognizing, you know, Asian um, actors. And I think for the Asian community, it's just about like keeping our foot in the door. And I think that with like, you know, winning awards and so forth, like we're definitely doing that. And hopefully that like creates like this it um, normalizes like a spot for us, not only in Hollywood, but like you know, in like music and literature, etc. Yeah,
1: All because right, like so... in regards, I'll say one last thing before no, I watch no, the no, no, another no. one. One thing is like you have a seat at the table. Like I feel like with th- with things like Parasite, Train to Busan, even though it was an international movie, I-, I thought that was a very good movie. Um, even though it's getting a white remake, I will like I'm on the I'm on the verge of tears. Um, and then Minari, like we have a seat at the table asian americans we have a seat at the table it's whether we speak or not because it doesn't matter that that we're accepted into the community it doesn't matter what are we gonna do with that power we're in the community what are we gonna do we're gonna make diverse we're in you know we see people like um justin lynn who directed all Fury. <laughs> <laughs> yes that bring it back movie. yes justin lynn and then we see the other prominent, great um, actors, film directors, cinematographers, etc. You have a seat at the table, guys. Now, go make diversity. You know, illuminate it. You know, broadcast it on every platform you possibly can. You know, pop off. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next video. All right, so the next this one is we'll actually are watching a big,
0: you know, is Chloe Zhao's um, acceptance speech for best mm-hmm.
1: directing. Is that the director of Parasite? Yeah, he stupid.
0: announced the um. He announced the best. Okay, director. we I we
1: all know him because like he did like the thing with the Oscars where like made them. kiss. Yeah, he made
0: fun. them kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: the Oscar goes to.
2: Chloe Zhao, Nomadland. Wow.
1: I still think that Lee Isaac Chung should have won, but this is still such a great accomplishment, yeah. Why does it look so 1920s? I'm a sucker for vintage things. I want to (laughs) live in the Oscars.
0: Oh, he's so cute.
4: He's so happy. Wow. Oh my god. Um, thank you. Thank you to the Academy. Thank you to my brilliant, so brilliant nominees, final nominees, thank you. So um, my entire Nomadland company. What a crazy once-in-a-lifetime journey we're down together. I like your thank talk. You so it's much. I'm so grateful to you. I think she's directing um, the next Marvel I, I've movie, I've been thinking right? a lot lately
0: Marvel, the Marvel's how internal. how I keep the going when, uh,
4: when things get hard. Wait, really? Oh, and interesting. I interesting. I think it goes back to something I learned when I was a kid. When I was growing up in China, my dad and I used to play this game. We would memorize classic Chinese poems and texts, and we would recite it together and try to finish each other's sentences. Oh, wow. And there's one that I remember so so dearly. It's called The Three Character Classics. And the first phrase goes, people at birth are inherently good. Mm. And those six letters had such a great impact on me when I was a kid. And I still truly believe them today. Even though sometimes it might seem like the opposite <laughs> is true.
0: I think that's Frances McDormand.
4: I have always found oh, she so different. in the people I met everywhere I went in the world. So this is for anyone who have the faith and the courage to hold on to the goodness in themselves and to hold on to the goodness in each so other, sweet. no matter how difficult it is to do that. And this is for you. You inspire me to keep going. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, That was so good. I want that
0: on this shirt. People are, are born in, or People at birth are inherently good. I think that's just so sweet.
1: I think that was so sweet. She pa- like that's She's. Why is diversity popping off this year like what like can i get an explanation like i know this 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 is just weirdly sus man like we're getting such great speeches we're getting great people nominated like, something's up man like i swear to god if this is the diversity quote of the next 10 years yeah <laughs> um i'm coming for you guys it was just like wow she's it's definitely I don't know
0: it. well accepted i think For these um, BIPOC, you know, directors, these actors, you know, they're never prepared in order to give these speeches. And it's truly just what comes from the heart. And I think that's why, you know, they're so great at giving the speech because they're just speaking from, you know, their, like, soul, right? Because you never really know if you're going to win or not. I mean, I don't know how the Oscars work, honestly. You never, but I believe you never really know. And, you know, it's just like, it's just so... (laughs)
1: that's my brother hi that's my brother it's okay i'm gonna kill him in a bit okay you know it doesn't matter we don't have to cut that (laughs) out like it's fine this is an unscripted podcast we're chill we're lags i'm not gonna not gonna strangle him after this recording smile Um, i think
0: it's just um you know it's i don't i mean i believe that with oscars there's you know half of it is you know i have my skeptics skepticism around it right i'm, I'm quite mm-hmm. skeptical sometimes but i think when i am um, represent when i'm shown like this representation i'm given this representation i'd rather just like honor it in its moment but of course you know from there on i always just like question like i I'm ho- like is this it or like will there be more and so forth but i think just like these were all very well deserved um
1: yeah i definitely agree and like I completely agree with you. Like, like on everything that you said. Like, uh, most BIPOC people don't know that they're gonna win. It's like, it's rigged. Sometimes you get lucky. It's like gambling, man. Um, I've never gambled, guys. Like, please, I don't want to get canceled for the twenty seventh time. I don't gamble um but i like i definitely agree that like you know sometimes um you really don't know what you're gonna win so like the best speeches are the unscripted ones and you know everything i think is the best unscripted like i really lo- i really stand for like unscripted things because i really it's think so that's raw it's so raw yeah (laughs) Yeah. and so like you don't you know you don't get the black and white pages of just like Mm -hmm. you say what you're gonna say like it's nice to have a structure like it's nice to not like pop off and talk about how much you love tom hiddleston and loki for two hours but like it's nice to have a structure and you know Mm -hmm. seeing how like number one they've had no idea they were gonna win like like yeah sure you got a good chance because you got nominated but like you got number one oscars are rigged number two you're you're um you're bipoc so you're you know that actually kind of sounded weird you're bipoc <laughs> i'm sorry that sounds weird to me okay you anyways bye uh, you are you are bipoc <laughs> you know you got
0: the
3: stamp of approval bipoc well, i say
0: B-I-P-O-C. I do not i don't i don't know i feel like it's less um i don't know i feel like it's less awkward than bipoc i've never said BIPOC. i like
1: having the power oh, yeah. of having of having two syllables bipoc like <laughs> I like the power that I hold. I'm 5'1. I need as much power as I can get. Please. Um, but yeah, like I definitely agree. like the best speeches come from the heart. Because that the ones that are raw, unscripted. So. Yeah. Alright. Next clip. Have, hit um, me.
0: Figuratively, we have please. The
1: final one.
0: Oh, and God. Then we'll discuss about the os after. This is best picture. Alright, we're going all?
1: to pop None off and we are going and we are going to go on a rant about why the frick mulan was nominated we're gonna talk about why mulan yeah. was nominated it should not have been give it like and why i think minari should have won uh more oscars oh, that's right <laughs> let me
0: uh, let me get th- why don't i come getting dr pepper advertisements? <laughs> you guys, know it's like tailored to you so that means like you guys, definitely watch to- <laughs> please, please. maybe we're I we got- sponsored by dr pepper
1: i'm sorry when I'm you said loki i was like
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my, I I can't say. I'm going uh, like
1: down low. On the do- down on the DL. low. <laughs> on the DL. Okay.
4: Oscar goes to. Oh god. No Land. <laughs>
0: <gasps> um, that's so great.
1: That's fantastic. I that was mm. great. Like Oh. Oh, I mean, like, because it was just such a raw... I did watch some of it, but, like, I do know it was mm-hmm. such a very raw film to watch, you know? Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of guts.
0: I heard it It was, like, a very... It felt like a very genuine film. Like, it was... It didn't feel like it was scripted. So, I mean, I, I understand why it won in, in, like, most cases, you know? I
1: think I'm just um biased. I think just the <laughs> raw stories are the ones that, you know...
4: On behalf of my fellow producers, Peter Spears, Molly Asher, Dan Jenvi, and the one and only Francis right now. Like that's
0: crazy. We
4: thank the Italian best director and, and best we picture, thank like our own brilliant fellow damn. And we thank all the hearts and hands that come together to make this movie. From Searchlight Pictures, Jessica Buter, who trusted us with her beautiful book, to our brilliant cinematographer Joshua James Richards and to the entire Nomadland company. We want to show our deepest gratitude to Linda May, Swanky, Bob Wells, and Nomadic community, all the people we met on the road. Thank you for teaching us the power of resilience and hope, and for reminding us what true kindness looks like. And now, I give you Fern. No, I'm not. I'm Fran.
2: Please watch our movie on the largest screen possible and one day very very soon take everyone you know Into a theater shoulder to shoulder in that dark space and watch every film that's represented here tonight We give this one to our wolf oh! <laughs> oh, 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 oh! That was very
0: interesting I didn't know that happened <laughs> I think that's probably a reference to the movie because i never watched it i didn't watch the movie fully so i'll yeah. probably watch it today that okay, was really true. sweet though i it was definitely more more of a scripted uh speech but of course because she had mentioned a lot of people but i i really appreciate the the things you know and stuff.
1: So. i thought it was really interesting because i was I, i've always been curious like are people supposed to like write their scripts beforehand like is that required like because like um all of like the f- the first three speeches that we watched like they felt very raw and something that was like completely unexpected but like for this one i mean like sure there was a lot of people but like i don't know like um, like I think when you're I walking think- there like i think
0: sometimes it just depends how optimistic you are as a person because you're not required to write a speech but sometimes if you like you know you want to be prepared just in case right you want to yeah
3: but,
0: i mean I mean i am kind of skeptical that she, had a, that she had a speech but i mean her first speech was already great within itself you know so I'll give that to her 100%. i
1: see something attached to my microphone i'm gonna remove it okay. it might make a weird one two okay all right Not um way, so yeah. let's go talk about mulan's nomination and i think it was for best costume design yes good thing all rainy's black bottom one chadwick boseman and viola davis were literally popping off like those two together in the same like room that's like that was you know film. you know something. like something's about to go down like you know that like greatness has been made there and then they put please like you had the audacity to put the king chadwick boseman and like the goddess viola davis in the same range as mulan oscars oscars like i was gonna give you a pass right because like parasite you know you 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 use your common sense you know you weren't stupid that one time right like you nominated like okay i'll i'll admit like you're kind of dependent on white people that makes sense like yeah they have the money (laughs) so of course you're not you're going to ignore bridgerton never have i ever get out etc when they see us um but you have the audacity The audacity to put Ma Rainey's black bottom near- Like, they're breathing the same air as Mulan, like, nasty. Absolutely disgusting. How could you? How could you? Like, I could go on for hours why that movie sucks. But I won't. Because we talked for two hours about how much I like Loki, and we need to, like- we need to like get get it straight but i'm just like i was absolutely disgusted so that's my opinion on mulan did you ever watch it
0: yes but for the because i needed to under well i mean i already knew it was not gonna be good but i needed to understand how i could like stick by my statement of it not being good you know what i mean yeah so i watched it just to understand like you know the the essence of it like how does this New Zealand bite director think that she could portray such um, an a prominent Asian figure, you know? Mm-hmm. I was so disappointed to see it even being nominated for an Oscar, regardless of it being in like, especially the costume design, where clothing within itself is such a, a cultural aspect and it's such a traditional thing that it just feels like such a disrespect to the aapi community to have like you know a white person make all those costumes and then be nominated and you know get the credit for it
1: okay i'm gonna say this really quickly because i came up with it and i think it's genius um literally everything that i've said here is so quotable like literally i'm (laughs) such a quotable person um oscars if you want to nominate absolutely disgusting films like mulan um, you could make your own category. Um, most whitewashed, if you want to, like you could put like the help in there. You know, you could put Hidden Figures. You know, Hidden Figures is a great movie, but like just like white, white savior roles. Best you know? white savior. <laughs> best white savior. <laughs> best white savior. <laughs> um, you know, best whitewashed movie. You know, mm. you know if you really want to. You know, if you really really want to. If you Oscars, I'm serious here. Like, don't let Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and Mulan breathe in the same room in the same category. Put them in different ones. Mulan, you know, Mulan, if you really want an award that badly, well, you just won uh, Best Whitewashed Movie from Dayla's World. You know, you can take that home. Yeah, you're not winning anything else. I will not allow you to be nominated or win anything else. You don't deserve it. Because to be honest, Mulan was such a very big role model to me. I mean, it felt kind of weird to like, love, to, like, look up to her because, number one, she's Chinese and I'm not fully Chinese, so it felt, felt kind of weird to look up to her. But what are you gonna do? She's the only Chinese, she's the only Asian, you know, Disney princess. So yeah. like, what are you gonna do? So we look up to her, um, reflection, such a bop, um, we all, know, we all know Shang's bisexual, like, I will fight you on that, I have an entire case against that, case supporting that. Like, it was just, like, such a great movie. And then you just but- butchered it. Like. What was so great about her her was like not only was she just an ordinary girl She was just minding her own business, but she rose to the occasion to protect her family to protect her honor It was just such a great well-made movie and even though not historically accurate Or not like I will admit it does have its flaws with not being culturally or historically accurate It was a great like the moral was good about it and then by by having like entire white background doing this entire thing and then having the audacity to be like, hey, this is a traditionally Chinese movie with a white brat background. We're going to nominate for costume design. It's, it hurts. Like, it's, it, how ignorant can you be? Like, really? Like, I want to speak to the man. I want to speak to your man. I will p- be full on Karen here. I want to speak to your manager. I'm going to put you in most stupid category. Like, most ignorant category. Like, I'm probably literally going to get, like, in the mail, like, tomorrow, like, threatening me. But I'm serious. Like, it, it hurt. Like, because, like, they don't listen to us. Like, you know, you fight and you you claw your way here, but they're not going to listen to us, which sucks. And it was why like okay, I that I have a bunch of thoughts here. I cannot think, but one of the things that when I first think about Mulan is I think Disney thinks its audience is stupid. Like, I'm going to be completely raw with you. I think Disney thinks its audience is stupid because you see Mulan. You see the Chinese characters on the film posters you see the chinese actors you see the you see they're trying to make it authentic by not having like it's so dumb like okay number one we're gonna be historically accurate she's not gonna cut her hair number two we want to show how powerful she is and stick with the realism of i think they compare the uh i think the i we're gonna compare the villains you know whatever what's the name of the villain i think it's i think it's some version of the ottoman turks or something like that but we're not going to put any music number four you know we're going to add some more culturally diverse things and add some more representation from the chinese culture like a phoenix that's what we heard all right then we got so hyped for it and they presented it to us and it's like it's like the walmart version like you wanted to make it michael kors but you made it walmart and They thought we wouldn't notice that they added a sister. They didn't want us to notice that they had an entire white background. They didn't want us to notice that everything that made Mulan so great, like, it's like they got the worst parts of Mulan, and then they added a few, a sprinkle of whitewashing. And then they presented it to us. And they think it's stupid that we won't notice it because we've been so diversity starved for so long. Like, I feel like they thought they wouldn't notice it because they didn't try that hard. Like they they like, they like put some Chinese people, they put some realism, and then they put like a big dash, quote unquote, where it really was just like a spoonful of whitewashing. And then they presented it, was thinking that we weren't gonna notice. But it's a disgusting way of just telling us, we're going to fill this diversity quota and we don't care what you think. Because we're uncancelable. Because we're Disney. The most magical, the most magically ignorant place on earth. But I also really love your Dole Whip, so. Yeah, not me just ranting for like 10 minutes. That's my opinion. I was opinion like on snacking
0: on Tromix while she was like ranting, but of <laughs> course I was listening <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yes. I, you 100%. Oh, you always make great, great points. And I always love adding on to like the fact of it. <sighs> As you are saying, like, Mulan, for probably almost every um, AAPI youth, Mulan has been, like, that most prominent figure of just, like, representation right like she was my favorite princess growing up I'm Filipino and I have like nothing to do with this East Asian princess but I just like felt so connected to her because that was an outlet for representation you know definitely diversity star and I think the first mistake in general was just to do live action remakes I mean of course you know you get your there's a lot of fans who are like oh this is my live action dreamcast if they ever were to make it but to now have it in full effect you're kind of just like wait a minute that's not my live action Dreamcast story and i i wrote about this um about like mulan not maybe in depth but i had to do a lot of research for it and i know that i think what they're trying to do to make up for such a white crew or um like you know like basically like you know this performative diversity was to kind of um was thing they're kind of like um they presented the movie in China and they're like taking surveys from China like oh like what do you like about the film and what do you not like Mm -hmm. which is why like you know Li Shang was taken out and that's why they took out the music and it's interesting because you know when we think of Mulan I think even like when I think of at least like Mulan the cartoon I think of more of Asian American than Asian you know as itself if that kind of makes sense you know what i mean but then yeah. again i am asian american so i like, definitely did relate that because i you know for myself but you know no matter what disney is an american company and i think they tried so hard in making it this most authentic thing but they forgot about like how important like to make something authentic you need the actual like these east asian experts you need like the mm-hmm. actual Like, people who are East Asian to be in your film. Which is also, like, kind of thing, like, after this whole backlash thing, after they realize what they've done wrong, that's the only reason why Riot had these Southeast Asian um, people behind the scenes. Um, But it doesn't take away from the fact that most most of their cast is dominated by East Asian voices at the same time, right? Um, That's a whole different discussion. But it's just... Performative diversity is so annoying, and being a BIPOC like film geek and you know, like watching all these films is just like it just sucks because Mulan, you know, it's so uh, it's a film that you you grew up and you love no matter you know when you're just a child, right? And then, yeah, you still love it more, even though you find its flaws as you grow older. Then when you like are presented with this live action remake where it's like nothing close to Mulan that you watch when you're little it's just like it's just like why why don't you just make an entirely different film because it's an entirely different story because if you wanted the most accurate version of Mulan itself um, you wouldn't have even added that figment ele- element you know of like just like fantasy right you would make it like the most authentic story if that's what you're going for that's why I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm just, like, ranting off, but I just didn't feel like I was watching Mulan when I was, like, watching the actual, like, film. You know? And... I know that they did try to get that's where it came in so they did try to get ang lee to direct the film but he was filming Uh other movies at the time so he wasn't able to do it and i guess like by the time like he said no they're just they um they're like oh let's just get this new zealand director and it was just like that it was so annoying because it's like yeah like they made the point like oh yeah we tried But then they didn't try hard enough because that's, like, just where they stopped.
1: You could have gotten
0: star director Justin Lin (laughs) to do it. Actually, you know, I think Justin Lin would have been a great director because he did do Fast and Furious, and that's an action-packed movie. Let me Mm -hmm. just say that. And, you know, there's, like, nine of those. Like, I think he directed all nine.
1: The one with (laughs) Dwayne The Rock Johnson,
0: right? Like he came in later, but yes. I'm sorry. I have never <laughs> watched
1: Fast and the Furious. I I can barely process the entire timeline of the MCU. Like I'm trying. Like, okay, that's interesting. One, actually, one of the things that actually makes me wonder of what, what you said that 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 this has actually been sticking with me. So I'm like, I, like while you, you were talking, I'm like thinking about this. And my screen is frozen. Okay, okay this is great. Hold on.
0: Give me the second hold on.
1: Hold on. on okay, we're good now. Okay, Hi. Yes. <laughs> um, I think one of the things that was really interesting to talk about is when you said that they went to, they did like focus groups with China, with, with yes, China. That's what they're called, focus group groups. Why? Like, it's going to be released in the US that that's most of the hype was from the US, but like, why? And maybe it's because they were shooting in China. I believe it was where, um, Muslims were getting, um, you know, there was mass genocide happening with the Muslims over there. I don't know how to say the Specific, um ethnic group because if I do I will butcher it and I don't want to get canceled Um, but like genuinely like I did remember like there was a special thank you at the end to china So maybe that's why it was That's why maybe that's why they did they appeal to china for that it's just It's I noticed like I, I I'll get angry at everyone like i'm a very angry person smile but like you notice that like you really want diversity you want it so badly like all of us are diversity starved like we we're very diversity starved like especially with the asian community like we're very because we're either asian women are number one sexualized or like known as like temp and temp tempers we're like oh like we're gonna seduce you like no um or like we're like geeky nerds so like we're so diversity starved that like we want diversity but it's already it's it, you have the balance number one appealing to an audience being culturally accurate and like being and like getting some diverse background it's like film is a business you're not always going to get what you want and the fact that like like i understand that sometimes you won't get what you want like when it regards the like, right diversity because a business and you have to do what sells sometimes you have to make hard choices like we mentioned like earlier but i completely agree with you desiree disney is like the top of the business they're one of the leading you know film industry like film um companies why didn't they try hard enough and i understand so it sucks that you can't get a director that you want that really really sucks like i completely understand like hey l for you but like that shows how much diversity doesn't mean to them. Because if they really wanted, if they really cared, then they would have gotten like three other, they would have gotten like a list of Asian directors that they wanted to bring in and then ask them, cold email them. Like if you really cared about diversity Disney, like you would have tried harder. Like you could have gotten Justin Lin, but you didn't because you're a little bit you're a little bit stupid you're you're too busy exactly he would have been (laughs) like disney funneled all of their brain cells to live action movies and they flopped so hard they lost all of it so like disney has two brain cells like Disney is a multi-million dollar, no, multi-billion. I would want to say because no, they literally in. bought Fox for like seventy, like seven billion dollars. I'm pretty sure. If not, then I'm a little bit stupid. But oh, like, Star Wars. Sorry. exactly. <laughs> like they have so much. Like they have so. They bought Marvel Studios. They bought Star Wars. They bought Fox. Like what? It's crazy. So like, do better, Disney, because like, it actually now thinking it from their perspective like you have to appeal to the audience you really have to and so the thing is because minority groups take up such a very small area of their audience i think that's why it doesn't matter as much to them because it's really hard to balance the plate because in one hand you want to make a diverse film industry but number two it doesn't sell so you gotta balance that and it really really sucks man it really sucks so besides like disney's faults i have to do give them credit
0: in some places um i like with soul that was like be- like a really good move oh for god soul was good and it did yeah. win an oscar so i mean i'm definitely uh, best gonna animated give them that feature one. yes mm-hmm. and then also with the live action little mermaid coming up i believe she's played mm-hmm. by i don't know her last name i believe her name's chloe though is it mm-hmm. chloe or is it Haley? you know like chloe and oh. Haley, right those like they're mu- they're musical sisters hold on Le- um, little mermaid
1: live action action cast okay yeah. let's look this i think my name is chloe ha- hail bailey hail bailey yes okay. hailey bailey it's hailey bailey oh because it's it h- Haley bailey? a oh it is it's Haley. h it's h l l e oh my god i got very confused Okay. I get them confused because I used to think they're twins
0: if you guys ever remember like Radio Disney that's how like they started their career or something I remember that and anyways um, she's basically Haley Bailey she's playing um Ariel and that was such a big controversy but Disney still went through with it so I will give them props for that one um, but I mean I think of course like we're barely just getting started with any type of diversity whether it's like you know BIPOC or its diversity in sexuality or um, social class and film you know like all these are things like we're definitely all just like getting started with it and I don't know like besides just Disney like every company needs to do better but Disney especially because they're literally ruling the film industry with buying out like all these you know um, existing um, companies so
1: disney you're literally like i don't know why we're thinking disney in this conversation like i don't think they're gonna hear no, us like,
0: I- <laughs> we're really targeting them as if they're gonna open up this podcast like oh we we're gonna do better
1: <laughs> they're like oh my god miss desiree perez and miss kayla Alion, they really want us to do diversity let's stop all of the funding for the next for the next 27 <laughs> live action movies we have lined up and put it all towards diversity yeah no but like still like there there's so many impressionable young children watching that and like it was back to the conversation that i had with like having idols like with white supremacists and stuff like that i'm not saying that like disney like gives white supremacists a voice or anything like i'm not saying that but like still when you have so many white people in a row it kind of like subconsciously people are going to be like oh i guess like bipoc people aren't disney princesses like whatever yeah so like like, I'm not accusing them of that, but, like, that's how I see it, at least. Like, so, like, they really, like, the weight is on their shoulders because, um, because, number one, like, they're um, influencing impressionable young children, but it's also up to p- us. Like, we have to vote with our dollar. Like, like, genuinely, like, like, yeah, I, I never, I never rented out Mulan. I never watched it. I don't want to give Disney that pleasure of, like, knowing that they profited off of me, um, literally just, like, having an absolute trash movie but you know so like watch movies that made that are like actually good don't watch mulan so like literally like that's especially towards geared white people if you listen to this podcast if you listen to this podcast you deserve a nice little cup of diversity in the morning um make sure to like like vote with your dog because like disney cares about you guys like disney cares about white people like i'm pretty sure they have like an entire like tapestry of just like photos of white people that 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 that, that, like bought movie tickets to watch their movies like they love white people white people is just their like board of directors isn't it (laughs) Right. that's true though oh my god desert like (laughs) then like i'm pretty sure like if you know like the pyramid right like of like of like hierarchy that's like Mm -hmm. three quarters of like at the, the top that's just white people but like yeah like white people vote vote with your dollar like because they listen to you for some reason i don't know man i think i i think i have a great opinion everyone who isn't me should be fined to speak because i am always right i do not have a big ego please guys don't cancel me but like yeah this is like just a video of
0: you getting canceled
1: like the entire yeah i'm pretty sure like if you go to circulation like i think over time they'll just be like 27 times kayla got herself canceled and then like nine times out of time just talking about (laughs) loki but like yeah like guys you vote with your dollar like buy movies that make you give a crap like watch raya if that's your kind of thing like i know why raya gives me mixed feelings but if you really want to tell disney that they should do more of that you know don't watch mulan watch nomadland watch minari um watch get out watch bridgerton watch never have i ever watch all these movies And immerse yourself in what it's like to be a um, person of color and realize that hey we don't have it easy guys (laughs) and learn that we're not a monolith and that we we got feelings bro we got feelings and that's all i gotta say yeah that (laughs) i think that's the last rant i can like pull myself to say but yeah
0: very I mean, you definitely hit a. I mean, you definitely hit a lot of good points, especially low key and Disney and etc.
1: There um, was like you. There was a pause between low and key, and I was like, I was trying to process. I was like, anyways. You know, um, watch, watch next month. I'm gonna be simping for another fictional character. I you you're gonna start regretting you picked me as a co-host. Like trust me. Like, she's gonna
0: probably gonna she's gonna probably convince me into uh, like watching the entire series and like, um, and then we have to talk about it for a whole episode. We'll see. <laughs> Anyways, um, I mean, just to it add obviously- on to <laughs> yeah the discussion. You know with. I think with film, it's such a personal thing for everyone. Like, you know, when people watch a movie, they, most times you watch it because you find it either relatable or or it's funny or, you know, something like that. And I think that's why, like, when they make a film, when you have a white predominant, a predominantly white audience, right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna make white geared films because that's where your profit comes from. That's where your money comes from. And, you know, you, it's just so unfortunate because then you lose that diversity, right? And then even when they do make diverse films, white people don't want to watch them because they don't, they don't understand what it's, you know, they don't understand like the story or they don't want to read subtitles or something like that. And it's just so, so stupid. (laughs) Um, There's like no other ways I could really put that. And I think that's why, like, not only with, like, Disney and these lead companies, but, like, with the award shows, like, when these films are accredited and you put, like, the uh, Academy Award winning or Academy nominated next to it, it's definitely that thing, as you're saying, like, audiences are impressionable, youth is impressionable, and seeing that, it's, like, inspiring to them. That's why, like, it's even, for me, like, I'm only 17, but everything I see, like, for Asian representation, even watching Raya, it's inspiring. And... I think, like, how I put this? I don't know how to put this. Like, I don't want to sound like I'm attacking white people. I think we don't want them to, like, understand or experience what we've been through as BIPOC. But we want them to know that, or maybe we do want them to understand. I mean, personally, it's just, like, I don't want them to think that they know how we feel. But I want them to know that, yeah, like, this is how we've been treated. Whether by, like, you know... um, Inter um, interminority racism, or it's um, you know, racism from non B I P O C. It's just like you know, like to spread that awareness. That's why, like watching these films, it's like give your money where it should go. You know, and Mm -hmm. let's say like yeah, you watch it, you don't really like it. Does it? I don't care if you don't like it. I like it, and you put your money towards like (laughs) your opinion is wrong. (laughs) Desiree's opinion is always right. My opinion is always right. So like, if this white person is like, I don't like Menaria, it's like I don't really care if you don't like it. We're gonna lock you up in a cage and we're gonna leave you there. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) guys, please. A joke. This is this a is conversational. podcast. This is why podcast. it's so bad to have like a conversational co- podcast. But it's very entertaining. Nine times out of
1: ten, we're we're we're, we're being sarcastic. Yeah, it sucks. They can't see our faces all the time, so it just sounds because we're laughing all the time, like literally, <laughs> like you can just hear like we like it's so funny because like Desiree starts talking about trail mix and I just see like the pack of trail mix right there. So I know <laughs> you, you guys completely can't see out of context
0: and then like i'm scared that you can hear me chew though it's just like so random we are not sponsoring trail mix i'm just I like trail mix is really, really good guys it's just like tra- mm-hmm. trail mix is really good That's right, looks- like so off topic but i mean like it's almost like we've been filming for like two hours so, I
1: mean, <gasps> oh god start, um, this feels like
0: 20 minutes yeah i know um but we can start like wrapping up with kind of like our final thoughts on you know whatever you'd like to mention um maybe not low-key for this Sign it!
1: okay <laughs> it's fine guys um i want to thank you guys so much for um you know as a co-host you know i love you guys a lot i know i can be a little bit of an annoying prick sometimes but hey no. i'm ro- i'm a hopeless no. romantic i'm a hopeless romantic i can only hope to one day have a dark academia enemies to lovers romance you know but until then vote with your dollars you know vote with your dollars um support young AAPI or BIPOC, um, filmmakers, you know, support them, watch some of the great movies that were nominated this year, except Mulan. If you do, I will find you. For legal reasons, that is a joke. Um, 9 out of 10, I am sarcastic. Please do not cancel me. If you, if you want to buy me the Hot Topic, um, bag from Avatar Last Airbender, you will have my heart and soul. Um, I will give it to you in a little box. I'll, like, even put, like, a bow on it just to, like, make it fancy. And um hi we are not asking for a handout <laughs> really? yeah we kind of are no i'm just kidding i'm swearing to god um so yeah thank you guys so much for having me on this podcast i love all of you uh i love you guys a lot you guys are amazing people i hope you have a good day make sure to hydrate i never do that but still hydrate hydrate yourselves get some rest and know that rest is not a re- should not be a reward It is a necessity yeah Hello.
0: Okay. Okay. I'll give my I know.
1: I'm so great.
3: <laughs>
0: um, I think
3: <laughs> there's so You got to top that now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. That's why I like frick! Um, there's so much to say when it comes to film and, and of course like I mentioned before like film is is like such a big part of my life and with the Oscars, with Disney, with every other company that exists, streaming services blah like when you have representation don't just stop there and you know like it feels you know as you said like we're diversity starved and such like it feels good to have that like um like you know to be satisfied remember like satisfaction is pretty much temporary and we always need to push to normalize that our roles shouldn't just be like like seen as diversity but should be normalized that having like these different BIPOC actors or directors in the cast and crew like you know like that should just be a normalized thing and it shouldn't have to be a requirement it shouldn't have to be this or that and you know like just to also like represent stories accurately to have more intersectionality into film and so forth and I don't even know how else to talk what Kayla said but I mean it's great to be um, back behind the mic and to just you know talk and finally have a co-host so it doesn't feel like i'm alone and feel very interested
1: so sorry i'm um, sorry as soon as like loki knocks on my door i'm leaving i'm out of here you'll never see me you again see she Ever. loki last minute like that That is crazy. i will like, right always find a way my,
0: right in the middle of, my of your
1: of your walmart version of an intro wait no i'm sorry anyways, it was great guys please i would
0: like to s- intro this is the conclusion anyways <laughs> Anyways, anyways, um I'd like to thank the Academy for giving me this position and this, <laughs> this <laughs> position in this um, moment of your time. Wait, I want to have like a speech to too. Disney. You know, I've always like thought about like I mean, obviously, like I don't want to be an actor or anything. But imagine if I gave a speech, I'd be like, I'd like to thank the Academy. Wait, let me grab an Academy Awards here. I have, money. I have, a I have a glass here. Um. <laughs> oh, I'm like. I'd like to thank the academy and you know my my parents especially and the <laughs> man who's always been supporting me throughout this whole thing. Thank you, Chris Evans. <laughs> no something along
1: those lines. Alright, hi guys. Desiree, I'm pushing you out. You're not needed anymore. I just won best person in the world universe. Actually, wait, no, that belongs to Tom Hiddleston. Um, I just want best woman in the world. And I just want to say I want to thank my family. Um, I want to thank my brother for always screaming when he plays Minecraft. Specifically, Bed Wars. Thank you. Um, I also want to thank my friends who put up with me correcting their grammar on a daily basis and ranting when I cry over the picture of Dorian Gray. I also want to specifically thank Loki. I'm probably gonna get over you in the span of, like, two months after your show comes out. But I want to say... For the past three weeks, thank you for letting me simp for you. its It has been a wild ride, and I cannot wait to see which fictional character I will simp for next until my Dark Academia Enemies Lovers Romance. And vote with your dollar, guys. Do not watch Mulan. So, thank you. Oh, sh-
0: Uh, yeah. I think these are great speeches. <laughs> I can't- Oh my goodness. It's just so- i think this is gonna this is a great start to a, gonna be a very long podcast i mean this is the conclusion but i mean like podcasts in general you know Woo-hoo. what i mean um but i mean i hope you guys enjoyed us just talking and for three hours is it three <laughs> hours almost yeah three it's hours. been like almost the hours and oh God. good luck to the editors because they have to edit this we love you um, yes we love them very much and we love all of you thank you for listening and if you loved us go follow us on instagram and check our website you do. of at course you love circulation.org because you love us so you should definitely check that out
1: yeah yes. as soon as you're listening to us, just know <laughs> as soon as you as soon as you clicked on this episode you are automatically in love with us there is no turning back your love for us True. is unconditional exactly us, it's yeah. I mean, like once, once you, once you click out of this episode, we'll, we'll kind of forget about you. But like, oh, we're just kidding. We, <laughs> we love forget you. Forget
0: about you. But,
1: but like, no. bye. Okay, yeah. So, we're supposed to say goodbye now. Bye, guys. Bye,
0: guys.
1: Bye. 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 Woo. Mwah. Mwah. Kisses. That's
0: where it's gonna <laughs> end.
1: <laughs> so, Hi lovely guys. listeners, oh. I just found out Tom Hiddleston dated <laughs> Taylor Swift for three months.
0: I just told her this. We, like, finished recording the podcast, but I need to add this in for her. I just told her that Tom Hiddleston dated Taylor Swift and Getaway Car is written, like, about Tom Hiddleston.
1: Why? I've been listening to Exile on repeat with Bon Iver. Oh, that's a good one. And long story short from, like, Evermore. Okay, I need to tell everyone right now. Was a wrong guy. Now I'm all about you. Okay, okay. <laughs> i'm all about you wow oh. okay okay um i'm completely over logie i'm completely over tom hiddleston oh my god i could never match the queen that taylor swift is taylor swift she's only 31 but god she is a queen she's a goddess she's the epitome of beauty she is my everything and more i can't even breathe the same air as her because i would die just looking at her i do not deserve to 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 simp for the same man taylor swift dated i'm done i'm no i can't believe loki, I ended her whole loki
0: like tommy loki thing. loki has greasy
1: hair loki loki has greasy hair i'm just saying like he probably spends like three quarters of his asgardian like fortune on like hair grease like literal i don't think he puts hair gel he puts literal bacon grease in his hair Okay, thank you for coming I to my TED Talk. I love like,
3: you
0: just <laughs> now hate him because I've told you. Okay. I can never. Okay.